Don't fuck no bitch that fucking with your dog. That law. If you come up, don't forget about your dog. That law. I'm a street nigga, so it's fuck the law. If you broke nigga, that should be against the law. Fuck no bitch that fucking with your dog. That law. If you come up, don't forget about your dog. That law. I'm a street nigga, so it's fuck the law. If you broke nigga, that should be against the law. I'm a real hustler, so don't like that law. It's all about the real been the prop. That law. Can't be in the club without no ball. That law. We gon' ball the day. feelings hurt by no, that like, like, what if they ain't thinking about us like y'all thinking about us y'all think about us if y'all think about us let us know okay um welcome back so- to that law guys <laughs> 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 welcome back to that law we're your lovely hosts lauren aka i visualis and kaylin aka divinity blues divinity blues i feel like your name is just meant to be sang <laughs> i'm gonna be singing real hard this episode y'all because someone told me my voice sounded kind of good yesterday so oh. Uh -uh. I don't know why they lying before the new year Wait a minute I'm just kidding (laughs) (laughs) No she can't sing though for real Low key it's a low key But I'm not gonna say too much though Cause her head already clearly I'm gonna very much be singing in the car later (laughs) But how are you guys Um, How are you most importantly Surviving Surviving Yeah (laughs) The theme of life The theme of life Really Really. (laughs) <laughs> um, how you been bud i've been <laughs> i've been and that is just really it yeah a I've little appetizer been. for you guys <laughs> i've been being mm-hmm. you're gonna get the entree later <laughs> <laughs> really being right now that's really just the theme of life but mm-hmm. what's on your motherfucking mood board how what's on my motherfucking mood board uh what's on your mood board Snap, like that felt dream girl. That tease. was dream girl. Like, give me my wig, give me my outfit, give me my sparkle. I'm ready. That's a different movie. No, that's a very that's sparkle. <laughs> Wait, sparkle is like dream girls. <laughs> okay, anyways, it's, it's me not knowing. <laughs> Get no sparkle. Okay, we're gonna get to that. <laughs> I really don't know what you're talking about. Okay. okay, so who's on my move board today? Um, I'm gonna have to start off with my girl Dana Scruggs. If you guys mm. haven't heard of Dana Scruggs, she's a black woman photographer. She's been shooting a lot of editorial, a lot. I became a photographer because I was lost and I was going through a period of uh, severe depression. I couldn't leave my house, so that meant that I couldn't work. And in order to pay my rent, I started selling clothes on Etsy um, and I needed a camera for that. I think the most infamous picture of her is the one of Megan Thee Stallion where like she has this long ponytail, mm-hmm. this dramatic girl dress, and mm-hmm. the ponytail is just like slung in the air mm-hmm. and it was on Time Magazine. Um, and I think what makes her so inspirational is that she's like the first black photographer in 50, 50 years to shoot for Rolling La- um, Rolling Stones. Mm. Rolling Stones. <laughs> Rolling Did she Stones. shoot the cover with her and um, Solange and yes, Normani? And she, and she shot that cover of Travis Scott with the perm. 
makes sense. <laughs> she shot that. Yeah. So I think that's just really dope because, uh, you know, as a black woman photographer, our, our goal is like, can my work be, can re- can they reach those heights? You know, even though I don't try to be editorial, it's still something that I genuinely kind of look forward to in a way and yeah. an experience I would like to get into. So she's definitely on my mood board today, Venus Burroughs. I love you, girl. And she even when she came out, I think it was so cool. She came out with her own magazine mm-hmm. because she didn't see many people that looked like us and created like black people in magazines. And I was just about to say that, funny enough, because I'm like, why is like like the pinnacle and the height of our mm-hmm. careers? And I'm like, I hate that. Like, yeah. I would love to see more black mags and more like black owned, you know, like publications where we can like showcase our work without having to fight. Exactly. <laughs> to like, put on covers, like even just that whole like you see how lately's been getting published on Vogue mm-hmm. has been like the especially for everyone. For everyone. And like I think it's really And it's great. also lost its exclusivity. I'm not gonna exactly. lie. It kinda lost its like like being featured on Vogue used to be like a <gasps> now it's But like, now it's kinda like okay. okay. Yeah. <laughs> Which I love, but I kind of like hmm. Hmm. Like, why do I want to fight on to be on their magazine when yeah. I'd rather be on? I'd rather be on Black Vogue. No, really. Where is Black <laughs> Vogue? I want it. And you know, I'm not going to say too much because the haters <laughs> will sabotage me. <laughs> what? If- I have plans that I cannot share with you right now because the haters will sabotage me. I have plans that I cannot share with you right now because the haters will sabotage me. I have plans that I will not share right now. <laughs> Uma would make his way into the show somehow. <laughs> but the black mag is coming soon. No, the black mag is coming soon. It's coming soon. I can sooner than y'all think. I can taste it. <laughs> it tastes good. It's coming. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's coming. It's coming. It's being manifested in the so, ethers. So. And she did that like in 2016 when she came out. It was called Scruggs Magazine. Oh, I love right? that. And that's literally her last name. Yeah, that's why I'm like, I love it. Like, <laughs> Scruggs oh, Magazine. It does not get any more direct, direct than that. Direct than that. <laughs> yeah. It's my magazine. It's my magazine. Black on number one. Period. Um, and then I guess to wrap up my mood board, I'm on my mood board, y'all. Okay. <laughs> I'm like, just I think to dive into really taking, paying attention to like my accomplishments and mm-hmm. just trying to, mark my evolution to how i've gotten here now really i've been like that's important it's important because like i think especially with you know society being uncertain it kind of falls into our creativity feeling uncertain i'm pretty sure a lot of creatives have felt that way yeah i've like i'm making these milestones i've I've come out with this book and i'm like my brain is just moving but i'm like how did i get here right (laughs) there's like a lot of that questioning so i've been doing a lot of self-reflection on my work and Mm -hmm. being like whoa lauren you the shit yeah (laughs) you've done a lot more than you give yourself credit to and even just in this year like, this year has been so, like, depressing yeah. <laughs> that, like, we forgot of all the things we accomplished even just through the sadness and the confusion that exactly. this year has brought us. And it, I think that's you being on your mood board is perfect because, like, you really made your own fucking book. And, like, as a photographer and as, like, a creator, that is, like, such a cool, like, venture. Crazy. And then the fact that you, you put your intention into it and then it's now in the physical here, like, mm-hmm. that's your baby. Like, we were just talking about that last episode. Like, it was an idea and now it's physically here. And it's physically here. It's going to be now, in people's homes. It's exactly. going to... And just seeing how... So I did a campaign over the past couple of weeks where I had people come and the question I was asking them was, tell me about the woman you know. Mm-hmm. And every person just kind of started off saying, the women I know are. Mm-hmm. And then just the space kind of becoming so vulnerable and so raw and, like, mm-hmm. literally replicating the process that was in the book yeah. was so... It was crazy to me. Like, I was just sitting there, like, I'm trying to hold it together. I try not yeah. to cry every time a person leaves. Yeah. Like, thank you so much. Thank you and so much. So now seeing the book not only be physical, but now, like, transform these different spaces for people and, like, continue on the impact of what it felt for me to make it yeah. was 
it's crazy and it still feels crazy. I'm um, sure. It's fresh. It's fresh. Like, so that's my move board, girl. I don't proud of you, buddy. Thanks, <laughs> buddy. Because <laughs> I am one of the women she knows. Oh, she sure. Her. No, that picture made me powerful. She should be Janet Jackson. <laughs> she came with the turtleneck. <laughs> turtleneck. Like, why did I feel like it was so... She asked me to be on the book. I said, ooh, I'm bringing out my turtleneck. Yeah, she brought her turtleneck out. <laughs> it was such a turtleneck moment. It was really the most... Oh my god, it was the most divinity moment I think I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> Speaking of divinity, so who's on divinity's mood board, girl? So my grandma's on my mood board because she is just genuinely such an inspirational ass woman. Mm-hmm. And if any of you guys follow me on Instagram, you saw like the series that me and um, Lauren did work together on, um, which was basically just me giving an old to her um, her salon. My grandma moved down here like thirty years ago probably 40 years ago now, probably 30. And she um, started her own salon here, coming from Jamaica, and just her being like an immigrant, and just coming here and creating a safe space that was this pinnacle of like, just healing and beauty, because she's also a very spiritual woman. So if you're coming there, you're very much getting a a song. (laughs) A scripture. A song and your scalp rubbed. (laughs) So... Um, yeah, I just really have been inspired by her and I, we went and we took pictures of the space and really just for my, my, my own nostalgia and my own just, I feel like I realized so much about myself being there all the time. Cause of course, like your grandma has a salon, you know, my mama was dropping me over there. <laughs> you gonna stay here. <laughs> you gonna stay with your grandma today. <laughs> and that was just really where I started doing hair and I started, I used to always look through her magazines, and I used to be so inspired by her magazines, and I used to just really sit there for hours looking at photo shoots and models. And, and it's crazy, because you were getting, like, re-inspired from them as we were As shooting. we were sitting there. And that, <laughs> something about that table and those magazines really, like, shaped me into, like, the person I am, because I really sat there like, I want to do this. Like, I want to take these pictures. And it, of course, you just never see women that look like you on those things, but I just... It just you saw it inspired in me. Yeah. I saw myself in them, and it, it just really did, like, shape me into the woman I am I today. Like, that place is really special, and it's special to a lot of people. Like, my mother, my brother, like, everyone has the same... They, they have Everybody has their own... Yeah, everybody has their own connection. So, of course, with any space that's been around, it's just, it's just special. So, she retired. So, I've just been thinking about her and just loving on her extra because I'm just proud of her. It's like, she did her, her thing. She no, worked and she's done. It was really a beautiful, like, I'm even saying this now to you, like, I was just so, I felt like it was such a proud moment to even be a part of that. Yeah. Because it was just, like, it was almost like a memoir to her. Mm-hmm. And this is something that was very personal. Yeah, So, to be was. a part of such something so personal but so powerful and it's, like, all these other women and even just, like, um, your grandpa being there, like, it was just a moment that was really mm-hmm. special and mm-hmm. to just honor this accomplishment that she's done. And I yeah, think and she a, was so, I think her happiness and her feeling so like radiating, ra- radiating. Like I think her happiness is what made that experience so much more fun because mm-hmm. she was really posing <laughs> and creative directing. <laughs> like no, I went in there with my own vision and she just kind of was like, yes, come get me over here. Mm-hmm. Come get me my client. That's I was pretty here. much no, where you need me. Where you need me. <laughs> And that was the energy that I really just wanted to bring to her that day because uh-huh. I wanted her to feel special and feel seen and feel heard. Yeah, and I hope she did. I wanted to do that. And even, like, she had a party that weekend, and she was like, tell your friend to come and bring your camera. Oh. Oh. <laughs> I said, well, like, uh, my family man. already. No. <laughs> you got to pay for that. <laughs> Child, you can't do nothing without the camera. You can't do camera. nothing without the camera. 
once you bring it once, it's <laughs> done. Yo, it's like, because people really make you feel like you less than without it. Like, no, damn. Really, no, you come. bring your camera? Uh, all right. Uh, damn. Like, dang. Learning enough? <laughs> you ain't coming to work? You coming to play? Get, get that damn camera out and get to work. You far from your house? <laughs> <laughs> yes. It's so funny. It's so funny. I'm tired of this, Grandpa. That's too damn bad. Speaking of making memoirs and reflecting and even just us because it sounds like with your mood board and my mood board it's a lot of we're, we're all you're kind of on your mood board in a way because mm-hmm. yeah, through your grandma's experience in this memoir tour you were channeling it through yourself mm-hmm. so connecting to my inner child exactly mm-hmm. so how i love that you said that how have you been trying to do that during the midst of life right now and then even just trying to like wrap our heads around that we're now entering another year we have no idea what that's gonna look like at all how, how have you been trying to connect to your child self? How have you been taking care of your mental health? Um, that's the funny part about this because I think my inner child has been very front and center lately. Mm-hmm. And I've been doing a lot of things that I used to like enjoy doing, like just small things that used to make me really happy. I've been kind of like picking back up and getting back into. But I've just really been in that space of like, what does she need? Mm-hmm. <laughs> what does she want from me right now like who like really just asking my inner child questions of like what can i do for you what can i do for you yeah really tending to her tending to her and it's a it's i think the whole concept of like oh my god i have to tend to you because mm-hmm. <laughs> if you're i don't here. i'm going to literally fall apart yeah like you're really what makes me who your inner child is essentially who you are as an adult yeah we're so, just big kids and adult big body. ass kids so oh I've just been working on like healing that that mm-hmm. side of me, and I guess that leads us into <laughs> that's our, our, topic. our topic. So that leads into our topic today, which is mental health, and we really just wanted to talk about this because it's something that we've both been very. It's been prominent. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we both been actually having our own little struggles with our own mental health lately, mm-hmm. so we kind of felt like we needed to talk about it, but we don't want this to be like a really serious. <laughs> Yeah, like topic we, episode. We're not on Ayana. <laughs> we're not fixing our. Well, we gonna fix our life. We gonna fix our life. <laughs> but this is not Ayana. What if all you have to do is speak it into that hole? Would you be willing to do that? Do it. Put your head down. Let your head go. Come on. Put your head on the earth. Put your. <laughs> but we just really want to talk about it before we go into the new year and absorb all this new energy, supposedly. <laughs> yeah. um, we just really wanted to just yeah dive into that. So. Mm-hmm. Is there anything that is just on your mind regarding mental your mental health, health right now? Uh, a lot. I think the biggest thing, um, and this is also what I've been learning through therapy as well, which we're going to talk about, mm-hmm. is am I being compassionate enough to myself? That's mm-hmm. been like my biggest challenge with my mental health is how I've been talking to myself and then comparison to, how, to I, even how I talk to you or mm-hmm. people I don't even know. It's completely different. Like If I'm already in this mood of like things are not going how I got planned, like let's use the book for example. Um, just trying to plan the pre-order coming at a certain time. Like, I'm already like, Lauren, you can't do it. <laughs> you know what you're doing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you're a loser. Already doubting yourself. <laughs> already and doubting myself. And I would, negative self-talk. Never, mm-hmm. I would never talk to you like that. I would mm-hmm. never even call you a loser. That would never <laughs> come out my mouth. Yeah. So the fact that I'm so quick to say that to myself is like, why, at, what, what's going on? Yeah. And having like, to... That's not fair. That's not cool. Yeah. <laughs> like, why do I get the shit? <laughs> really? Um. So... One of the, the kind of tests my therapist has given me is I wrote, I've written on my board, am I compassionate enough today? Mm-hmm. So every day as I'm waking up, I'm 
I'm getting that in my face. Yeah. And I'm reflecting on that. I'm like, no, at 4 o'clock, we told ourselves that we we're a stinking loser. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> you called yourself a stupid bitch at 5.55. You definitely said you're a lit liquor <laughs> at 6. So what happened during your day? <gasps> um, and That's I th- like my favorite one. I'd be like, you stupid bitch. <laughs> and I'd be like, ooh, sorry, self. No, you son of a biscuit-eating bulldog. <laughs> like, you dumb bitch. You dumb bulldog. And I'm like, oh my God, leave me alone. No, and then I'm, I'm satisfied by my own hand. No, literally. <laughs> and and the, I think just how you talk to yourself can really, as we said, can just kind of channel your day and mm-hmm. really like change of how it goes. And yeah. not, you're not stuck in this mode because you're not you're not le- allowing yourself to stick in that mode. You're exactly. talking to yourself and you're like, hey, sis, this it's okay. sucks. But it's going to be okay. Yeah. You're so strong. God gives you anything because you can handle it. Mm-hmm. So pull up all your bootstraps. And let's get it going. Right. So that's one thing I've definitely been battling on. Therapy, y'all. I hope y'all go to therapy. And if you can't, <laughs> think about it. Because I've had this conversation with people where they're just, they're still stuck in these ways of like, oh, if you go to therapy, there'd be something wrong with you. Where? Yeah. And, and it's honestly upsetting that people still have that, that like mind frame. I feel like I've never been personally against therapy because I was definitely one of those high school kids that was in my guidance counselor office. <laughs> like, girl. <laughs> Help! Help. <laughs> <laughs> like I've always enjoyed, like I guess that form of thing. Even though I, I'm not in therapy, I do plan on. Um, I have a therapist already. I just have to wait till the new year to see her. Mm-hmm. So I'm kind of just waiting. I love that. And Yay. and she's actually my mom's therapist. She's a black woman. She's my brother's therapist. I just found out, and he yeah. loves her too. So I'm like, okay, cool. I, I'm just gonna go to her. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she could like that. <laughs> she's, she's already in the fam, and. I'm excited to go to therapy, like genuinely excited because over this, over this, this course of just like this month, it's just been a lot. And mm-hmm. I feel like, yo, if I had therapy, a therapist, I felt like it would be so much more easier to deal with. And just having that unbiased opinion of someone who doesn't know anybody mm-hmm. and then it's actually their job to listen to you. So it's not like a friend where you could, you could be talking about something and they just, they're listening, but they're not really listening. Yeah. And it's like, you know, you don't get that undivided attention all the time from everyone. Mm-hmm. So I feel like therapy is just, like, why wouldn't you just want that? Like, you're not burdening undivided. them. Yeah, like, this they, is what they, they want to do this. And <laughs> they're writing notes. They're taking notes, <laughs> they're taking notes about you. It's like, so confronting. Yeah. Like, and I think that's what's so great about therapy is that, as people, we need to be confronted with our own shit our own so we shit. can understand how we can move better from mm-hmm. that or change that habit that we don't want to have anymore. And therapists are just like, well, it's interesting because on August 16, 2020, you said you wanted to do this. And now I'm hearing the story and I'm just making connections. Like they're reading you. My brother actually reading. told me the same thing that she be saying stuff that he's like, yo, like wow. the minute he says it out his mouth, she's like, well, <laughs> actually, <laughs> they, yeah. Like and he was just like, that should be getting him. It be getting and him. I'm like, I need that. It's, I just I think the one thing about therapy that I'll I'll never be able to really digest is how you feel after the session. Mm-hmm. It's just like they leave you with vulnerable. This, they leave you vulnerable. <laughs> now you have you've made these connections. Now you understand. Do the work, and you'll and things will kind of work out mm-hmm. in, the, in the long run. But you're like left with this weight, and you're just like, oh my god, I'm a damn bitch. I thought I was okay, but I'm not. <laughs> no, literally though. <laughs> so, so I just. Even though, don't get me wrong, therapy sadly is not as accessible to many people. Mm-hmm. I just do ask our li- listeners to just research it, look into it, see how, if there's a free therapy at your school or any opportunity to just definitely check it out. Because, yeah. especially during these times now where we don't know what 2021 is going to look like, and not to say to go into it with fear, but 
go into it with some healing. <laughs> For sure. Because I feel like I went through this whole quarantine and I was definitely confused and sad, but... <laughs> <laughs> the laugh after <laughs> but i just i did not fall into a, like a depression because i felt like i had you guys so much that mm-hmm. i didn't i i couldn't like mm-hmm. if i didn't have you guys i probably would have honestly mm-hmm. but because <laughs> no really i'd be thinking like back like if i didn't have my homegirls in that moment i would have been i don't even know yeah so i really just i didn't it's like i was struggling with more anxiety than anything when covid happened but this last month was just crazy. Like, I was just reaching, I don't, you know, it, I guess it could be categorized as like, um, what is it? Um, seasonal depression. Yes. I guess it was a form of seasonal depression, but it was kind of brought on by other things. So like, I was just going through like physical confusion because I was just having like this crazy ass stomach ache and I could not understand where the fuck the stomach ache was coming from (laughs) and why. And y'all, I thought I was constipated. <laughs> <laughs> I just remember you calling me like, I think I'm constipated. I think I'm constipated. <laughs> and, I like, oh. and I was like, I'm in pain. Like, couldn't work, couldn't walk, couldn't talk, couldn't laugh, couldn't do anything. And I was just so confused, like, what is going on? And come to find out, I go to the hospital because the pain was just crazy. And I come to find out that I had, like, a cyst on my ovaries and it ruptured. And I've heard about this because it's common and just the woman you know with having ovaries Mm -hmm. and (laughs) i hear about it but it's like since once it happened to me i was like wow this pain was crazy Mm. so then i'm like (laughs) i'm like in the hospital physically going through it and then the next day i'm going through my own like relationship just (laughs) let's just say illusions were (laughs) 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 illusions were were definitely broken and (laughs) the light was like the timing of everything was the timing of traumatic. everything was very traumatic like it was a lot like it was like i woke up out of the hospital and the next day my heart got broken and it was like well <laughs> that's <not>. that <laughs> time to turn around and <laughs> <laughs> no literally like i was literally like i didn't eat like for two weeks like i couldn't sleep like i felt like a literal and then my job gave me men- um, medical leave so i'm out of work <laughs> the one person I want to talk to, I can't. <laughs> I'm not eating. <laughs> that was so worrisome. For it me. was such a dark, like, it was like I didn't, my body, because, you know, like, emotionally, if you go through a heartbreak, you're, you'll physically feel it because... Like, visceral. It's it's like a, 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 your emotional body is literally connected to your physical body. We know this, you know? Like, if you're, if you're not feeling emotionally good, it's affecting everything. Like, your appetite, your everything. You can't sleep, can't. Your stomach probably hurt and your back probably hurt and it gets trapped. Your emotions get trapped in your body in all types of places. But it was like going through the physical with it was like, I don't even know where the pain is coming from. It just hurts. <laughs> Everything hurts. Everything hurts. <laughs> it was like, I'm grieving. I'm grieving. I don't even know what's going on with my ovaries. I'm scared. <laughs> and everyone's like, you're okay. This happens. And I'm like, but does it happen to me? <laughs> Can I have children? <laughs> so it was just a lot, you guys. And I really, in that moment, it took me into such a dark place that the self-reflection and the self, like, the way I saw myself in that moment, so open and vulnerable, was so, like, telling. And I feel like I learned so much about myself and so much about just love and love what love means to me and Mm -hmm. just you know all the ins and outs of just 
relationships and connecting to people, but also the connection to my body was like heightened at that time. So I was just really like, it's like almost like when you go through something, you get traumatic, you almost get so connected to your body that it, that's what kind of makes you go crazy because you feel everything. You're, you're like two. I'm like, I was like two and two in myself. Mm -hmm. And I was just like, what, (laughs) what do I need? What's going on? Like I was so high. Everything was heightened. Mm -hmm. So I just learned all these different tools and realized like, at the end of the day, like, hope, <laughs> faith, like, all that is what got me through. Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> like, putting love into places that felt empty was what got me through. Like, there was so much emotions that I could have felt about anything, and it was like, I just felt so much love that it kind of just overruled anything else that I was feeling in that time. And... No, yeah, your self, your self awareness after that, and your like the way you even just were able to account for how ev- every moment and every emotion that you went through, mm-hmm. it was like talking to you last week mm-hmm. compared to even now is like, like that's why I think I told her on the phone. I was like, I feel like every time I talk to you, it's a, di- <laughs> I'm meeting a different life form of you mm-hmm. in a good way though. Like you're you're evolving mm-hmm. and you, I guess, going through these traumatic experiences is, like, building on that. Yeah. But I hate that it has to be to go through that. It, and that's what got me. I was like, yo, life is, like, crazy because <laughs> we really do experience heaven and hell on this on this, on this earth. Day. Because <laughs> I was in hell. And now I'm in heaven. Like, I can't even say I'm, like, so happy and just at peace. <laughs> but, like, I am at so much more peace than I was two weeks ago. And it's like... <laughs> you know, I'm laughing because <laughs> I'm, like, reflecting on how... Me, you, and even even our girl Sobs, how we be talking, like how we talk when we're really in our downs and mm-hmm. like we are so cynical. <laughs> we're so, so cynical. Like <laughs> Jesus. Christ. And that's what that's what is so funny to me because it's like, how do you you're so at such a rock bottom place <laughs> and you just feel like you ain't never gonna see the light. Like I'm like I'm gonna be like this forever. No. <laughs> Y'all might as well start building start writing my will. Start right. I literally was like, I'm going to write the will. Because I ain't eating two weeks, bitch. I may just drop out. It was me planting that seed and realize what I'm doing. Like, now my friend's writing their wills. Like, I need to write my shit. Where my little money going to go? very much like, damn, you know, when you put it like that, just start that, actually. <laughs> but it's actually a really th- a thing that people should do. I think that yeah. it's almost taboo to talk about your will and talk about and planning your death before you die. And I think that that's actually like... Mm-hmm. But then I re- a, a thing that we need to start doing exactly. more because niggas start dying and niggas don't know what the hell to do with their uncle stuff. <laughs> <And> they, <laughs> uncle ain't writing nothing down. <laughs> they don't know what to do. Aunties and cousins fighting over stuff. That's my shit. <laughs> they, like, people need to write wills. You know what made it so depressing is as I'm writing my will, I'm like, I ain't got nothing, <laughs> ain't got nothing to give. <laughs> That's why I said, who gave my little money? I said, um, so I said my, my mama was like, me. <laughs> I said, who else? Then you get the Nikon, mama, you can pay a tax, Brennan, maybe you can get the Fuji. <laughs> and that's like, about it. The iPad, bury it with me. No, the, take the iPad with me. Because y'all, y'all ain't going through my notes. <laughs> not these notes. Ain't about to make no album off that, no ma'am. And that's another thing, I guess, speaking of notes, writing. Yeah. Oh, journaling has been that girl. Girl. Oh, my God. Journaling? And then since I'm a song, you know, a little songbird, that's when I, I connected to songbirds <laughs> when I was depressed. You I was birds. like, birds. <laughs> I just wanted to be a bird. <laughs> and I realized.
I'm like similar to them in a way just because I was really <laughs> it's me comparing compare myself to a bird. <laughs> it was really just um I was singing was so healing. Like when I would start feeling confused and like I didn't know what to do with myself and just crying and just who knows what I'm crying about today, but I'm crying. Like music, uh, journaling, uh. so I just really said that to say if you're going through something, it's you're gonna get through it. Mm-hmm. And I love you, and I believe in you, mm-hmm. and you're stronger than you know, because we're stronger than we know. Yeah, and be nicer to yourself. Be nicer to yourself, and write down everything you're feeling, because I promise you, you're going to feel better after. <laughs> write people letters if you need to write them a letter, and burn it. Burn <laughs> I it. promise you'll feel better. Yeah. Do your rich rituals, and figure out what gets you through life, because I realize without my healing tools and my little <laughs> spiritual things that make sense to me, Without that, I don't know what, what would get me through those you know, moments. You know what's the biggest thing I realized is that a lot of people don't really tap into their healing tools because they deem it as unproductive. Mm-hmm. And I think that's what's been such a struggle for a lot of people. And even myself, where it's like, oh my God, like, for example, watching anime, picking out on chips, <laughs> ice cream, or watching Snowfall, or something, that's that's self-care for me. Yeah. Like, that's how I'm it treating is. myself. I'm just lounging. I'm not thinking about what Anything I need to else. be doing. Just indulging and, in, but I was also associating associating that with like, oh my god, I'm being laziness, yeah. laziness, and like, <laughs> here here go capitalism. <laughs> you need to get up and do something. Fucking this up again. So it's just, yeah. I guess what I'm trying to say to listeners too is, even if you in the back of your mind you feel this is unproductive, if it makes you feel good and you laughing and you enjoying that new episode do of it. Attack on Titan, do that. It's okay. <laughs> it's okay. And the work is gonna be there when you're done, mm-hmm. and you'll be fine, and you'll get it done. Exactly. <laughs> and that's the important thing. And we're proud of you. <laughs> No one told you. I'm proud of you, <laughs> god damn it. Um, and also, one last thing is just not trying to keep yourself grounded at the yeah. end of the day. What, before you get into the dark hole, ground yourself, you know? So you can almost <laughs> avoid how the depths of the, the hole that you get into because you've already prepared yourself for it. Exactly. So that's another thing I just wanted to say. Just self-care it up, my loves, and we love you. <laughs> we love you. We're proud. So now it's time for... Tea time. <laughs> <laughs> I'm almost done with my tea. I know my, my, my tea got one sip. I don't know what it is, y'all, but every time I drink tea, I never finish it. Like you don't. I never finish Why? tea. Like I sip the top. <laughs> like it's cake or something. Yeah. <laughs> I sip the top, but I can't drink the bottom. Cause you're not a bottom. <laughs> I'm a verse. <laughs> Today we sipping on that ginger. Wait, what was song? Oh, I'm gonna put it in. She's drinking mint tea, but we did mint the first episode because she doesn't like ginger. So damn, I'm sipping on that ginger. If you ain't drink no ginger tea today, drink some. Cause it's good for you. <laughs> and if you don't like it, get that peppermint. <laughs> no. And put a look on honey. Oh, I got it's gonna it. be okay, honey. <laughs> Let me stop. I'm being no, mad annoying. But yeah, I really can say for my tea time today, I don't have a self drag. Mm-hmm. That's good. What the hell? Yeah, I'm being nice to myself, like you said. <laughs> Compassionate. <laughs> We're being compassionate. I love that. And I think my only self-drag... Oh, okay. I, I, look you how I'm about this. <laughs> I was like, I was waiting for it, y'all. I was like, okay. I was about to say, I do need a new job. <laughs> but. 
What do you? My do you have like a soap jack? Do you have any tea to tell us? I do. Well, first, the first tea is um, I have locks. <laughs> I feel like I should have mentioned that from the beginning. I have transitioned. I've. It's funny because the other day I had a moment where I was looking at a picture of my um my fro out, and I was like, oh my god, I miss her. But I now have locks. I actually got my first retwist today. And I just feel so much more confident in my So this is actually not starting off with a self-drag, more of like a self-gas. <laughs> no, we self-gassing today! That's what we're doing! <laughs> no, we're gassing today! Gassing. I feel so, like just having my locks now, I feel so much more confident. Like even when I'm just walking you just seem house, confident. I'm just like, who, I am this woman. Back the fuck up. Yeah. <laughs> like, I just, I feel so much more powerful. Not to say I wasn't before, but I think... Battling my hair was always kind of a battle I've had where it was like I love it, I feel my ancestors are a part of this. Like I know I have my mom's hair and she got that from her mom, but it also just felt like I don't know. I just wasn't feeling myself. I was having all these like outer body experiences, and I knew at some point I was gonna lock up. But I always associated locking up with like retiring for some reason. Yeah. And I was like, why? Yeah. <laughs> um, like it's something you do later. Later, I'm in Jamaica. Yeah. I have my house. <laughs> I'm done. <laughs> it's funny because even with me, I, I cannot wait to lock up. But I've always associated with when I have a baby. <laughs> when I get pregnant, I'll do it. And I had to question that, like, yeah. why? Why is that? Why not right now? It's a commitment. That's why it's a commitment. And yeah, that's that's the self drive part. Yeah, I'm scared of the commitment, commitment. Yeah. in a lot of forms. Like, just even I realized this year mainly, even with my creativity, like, you need to if this is a project, commit to it, mm-hmm. even if it gonna bleed you dry financially or whatever, just commit. And yeah. it's, I swear it's gonna pay off. And even with the locks, it was like, Ooh, like this is gonna be different. I have to. I still have to tend to it. Like mm-hmm. even with this retwist now, like even just blinking hurts. <laughs> <laughs> It's your first retwist, too, so you're not used to that tension at all. I'm not used to sitting in a chair for so long. Yeah, that's another thing to get used to after not being in a salon. (laughs) Jesus. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) But, um, I guess my self-drag, though, like, the flip side is, like, I have all this confidence, right? We're out here. We're we're feeling good. But I've just been also feeling so quick. Like, I'm so quick to be insecure about something. Like, I'll see... I'm trying to think of an example, or like, like I'll see an image, even mm-hmm. if I'll be online, I'd be like, wow, like, you haven't been to the gym, mm-hmm. <laughs> talking to me, <laughs> <laughs> like, and I'm just quick to be like, daddy, like, to myself, yeah. and it's like, wait, what's happening, we're, yeah. we're confident, like, where did, how do we get from here? That's why we're talking here? nicer to ourselves, because that's what's going to battle that confidence, because you're only confident, but I realize your, self, your inner talk with yourself is the key to confidence, yeah. it's really nothing else. <laughs> And just if you think you're a stupid that, bitch, everyone else will think you're a stupid, stupid bitch. bitch. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So and just seeking that confidence within myself and mm-hmm. not have to get validation to believe from, it. To believe that. Yeah. Like I don't need that. Especially even just from men. Like, I don't need you to tell me I'm fine. Yeah. I knew that already. And that's the fu- <laughs> fucked up thing about human human interaction to me. Mm-hmm. We 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 shouldn't need it. But we should. It's a- but it's also something that we rely on so much as humans, mm-hmm. and like as humans, we try to act like we don't need it. <laughs> <laughs> it's like an ego thing. Like yeah. your ego wants to feel like it doesn't need validation when mm-hmm. like, but then you feel like it's your ego needing the validation when mm-hmm. it's really just like who needs it? Like, yeah. what is validation? Like, do I need do I need it or do we not need it? Why are we here with other people it's if we don't need like, validation from each other? Like, it's like we don't need it, but we no deserve it. Yeah, we don't. Yeah, it's really that. It's a, we don't need it, but we deserve yeah. it. And it's always nice to get some. It's always nice to get some. That's not always hyper-fucking-sexualized. Yeah. And that could Key be my point. Leo talking. Because I love a good validation. No, my Leo rising be like, why? Tell me again. Tell me. 
I didn't hear you the first time, baby. <laughs> like, time. I been needing validation for like stupid stuff. Stupid like, stuff. Like, oh my god, I want, I want some food, but I don't know if I should get this or this. Let me ask somebody. <laughs> and then, like, like, girl, why you need validation to eat? <laughs> And the same thing with my Pisces son. She's like, we don't know about it. And the Virgo will be like, girl, shut up. Girl. Do it. We know we're going to do it anyways, regardless of what they're going to say. So Literally. That's, yeah, that has to be my soul drag. It's just trying not to let my discouragement and my insecurity eat me alive like it has been. Yeah. Um, because like we said earlier in the episode, we are, we're the shit. Yeah. <laughs> okay? <laughs> but I feel like, too, like, as we go through life and just become more confident as, like, women... That becomes a little bit more easier. I realize yeah. people in their thirties, forties, you know, they seem a lot more confident because they just battling. know who themselves are. Exactly, they know who they are a little more. Yeah, now that's true. So I feel like it's just a, it's really a twenty something thing no, because very much. we're just like, who the fuck ain't got no job looking for love? <laughs> 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 Wish you were here. <laughs> ain't nobody to hold. <laughs> like that song is literally like. <laughs> I be listening to it like, ooh, that's my mood. Why have I been listening to Save It All My Love by Whitney Houston every day? Save it all my love for you. Yes, that's my mood. That's my mood. Saving my love. <laughs> no, but it's, it's the part with her friend, what she said, my, my friend's trying to tell me find a man of your own. Like, okay, <laughs> Whitney, <laughs> mind your business. <laughs> Don't know me. You don't know me. I'm trying. I'm scary commitment. Goddamn it. No. <laughs> it's funny, huh? That's funny. <laughs> <laughs> but we really just wanted to make this little episode to connect with you guys a little bit before the new year. Mm-hmm. We were going through our own shit, but we're not gonna let that come between our our pod. Yeah, like. <laughs> We want to give you guys more episodes, so stay tuned. We're definitely going to give you guys a lot more content. Mm-hmm. And we'll be setting up our Patreon soon so you guys can get extra episodes and bonus episodes with some guests that we have planned. And we're super excited. I'm so excited. I, don't think, I really don't feel like they're ready, but like we have to <laughs> give it to them at some point. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm just, I'm excited for this new year, even though it seems so like... Everyone's like, I don't know why y'all excited because we don't know what's going to happen. And can them people shut the hell up? Damn. <laughs> and it's like, I, I don't blame them because the year was crazy. I get it, but, but like, damn. it's still like, damn, we trying to keep a little oh, hope alive. We ain't got, we don't got nothing we else can't to go, go back. On. 2019 is done. 2015 done. is done. Get done. over it. Get over it. 2016 is done. I, I'm, I'm tired of y'all talking about 2016. It's no, over. 2016 <laughs> is fast. It's the fact that we all live in that year. Like, like what was the secret in that year? That year like, was literally. We get it. Drake, drop control. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe living in the summer so <laughs> Move much. on. <laughs> I need all one dance. That song was spinnacle. <laughs> no. <laughs> Jesus. But but no, for real. We we I'm excited. I'm excited. I'm actually excited. I'm more excited for just like the creative me. That yeah. I'm just excited for like creative business life. Yeah. And then I like next year is like my graduating year. So I'm Period. Ah. We're screaming. I'm all like year. I'm screaming, but I'm yeah, I'm already getting the whole so what you about to do? <laughs> no, what, <laughs> what you, you about to do? Like even Christmas like dinner was very like so Lauren, what you about to do? And it's like I still got a whole few semesters left. Yeah, like, can I figure it out? Can I please? figure it out? Even though I have I pray about it? ideas that I've already been manifesting since before I even got into college, it's also like I'm it's so exciting, I'm looking forward to it, but I hate that that little weight is right behind it, like yeah, but like now you have to like really get your shit together even more. Yeah, <laughs> where it's like what? It's like adult life. Yeah, ad- <laughs> not no more stu- no more student. Oh my 
and then that means and then that means no more therapists because my therapist is connected school. to the school but that's because you're going to be an adult and you're going to have a job with benefits and you're going to have insurance to get a therapist so you're not going to be without therapy because you're going to get a perfect job and you're exactly. going to be in your fucking shit and in your field and you're not going to be worried about therapy because no. you're going to get it manifesting guys <laughs> I last like two weeks ago i had an interview with the frost museum about um a curatorial internship and like as the intern like as the interview was going she's telling me like what I'm going to be doing, what we would love for you to contribute, and it's everything I want to do. Like, yeah. research, being the artist, looking them up. Like, ma'am, where do I sign? Yeah. <laughs> this is what I thought I would be doing in my job now, and I'm not. So yeah. to get that opportunity, but, like, I mean, I haven't really got it yet, but to be presented it, with You that, got it. <laughs> Don't ever <laughs> let me hear it said out. <laughs> Listen, because trying it's, to be. It's, if, it, if it's meant for you and it's, if it's aligned, it's yours. Seriously, why wouldn't you get that internship? Why wouldn't they be pleased I to have iVisualities? Because they don't know me like that. They gonna know you. <laughs> and they gonna wanna know you, period. Because when they looked at that resume. <laughs> and they looked at them pictures. We ain't care about to quit our jobs, y'all. Girl, maybe tonight. <laughs> okay. <laughs> On that note, guys, <laughs> it's the fire side of me like, yeah, I'll beat you to it. <laughs> But no, we're going to go that down. No, we're going to go that down. 2021 goals very much like so. Writing my, writing my doing <laughs> as we speak. In advance. <laughs> but freedom. Freedom. That's what I want next year. Freedom. I want peace and I want a lot of love. And we're going to get that. And I wish that for everybody listening to this too. That this, these past couple of weeks, you're just tapping into yourself and you're mentally preparing yourself for another year. Because mm-hmm. with year comes changes. Yeah. Some better than And others. we're ready. And now I feel like this, this year did equip us with more armor (laughs) (laughs) so much more clarity (laughs) because i think although we were all quarantined and all that we all had a lot of time to sit with ourselves so Mm -hmm. i feel like we can all take that information that we got (laughs) and really make this year different and now and it's like god forbid we do go into another quarantine we know we know how to to maneuver now through it so we can make it different we can create better things for us you know and i'm excited for that all the ingenuity <laughs> ingenuities. I was like, I don't know. Even... <laughs> I have a new ingenuity. I don't even know, y'all. Yeah. I wanted to use it, but <laughs> the hey, word don't you know sound. What? It's like effort, an adjective. The effort don't go unnoticed. Or is it a verb? Sense. It felt like a noun, but I didn't really do great well. In <laughs> Not a noun. I don't think it's a noun. <laughs> Damn. Why did I forget what adjectives? Okay. <laughs> I was like, wait. <laughs> But yeah, I love you guys. I love you guys. And on that note, that law, we out. Murder, murder, she wrote. Murder, she wrote. Mrs. I got things are so pretty around this time of here. I can't ignore it. I cannot ignore it, yeah Mrs. I got things are so pretty around this time of the year I can't ignore it, I can only assure it I've been to New York and I've been to Houston and Nothing's better than you, girl Came to conclusion, yeah, yeah 22 when you've been through things That you never should've ever been true Girl, I know you're 22 When you've seen something That you never should've been exposed to Yeah, who I gotta protect you When you feel 
are in danger. You know no one feel no 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 man. You know I'm a stranger. You want to know what you're comfortable. You want to be with who you're comfortable.